Welcome to Entrepreneur Mindset Reset, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to learn from fellow business owners how to decrease the chaos and increase their sense of fulfillment while becoming more profitable. I'm your host, Tracy Trapeski. I'm an executive coach and consultant and leadership development expert. I'm also mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. In each episode, we explore challenges, opportunities, and actionable tips to help you take control of your time and energy and improve your bottom line while staying true to your vision. You'll hear from me and my guests how we've tackled some of the pitfalls and unexpected surprises that entrepreneurship delivers. We're the real deal, and we're here to inspire and encourage you. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 54. Thank you for joining us today for a teaching session. I have committed to monthly solo episodes where I share what I've learned in my journey and what I teach my clients. Before we dive into this episode, I want to make a couple of acknowledgments though. First, a big thank you to you, our listener, for being here with us in this amazing journey of podcasting. I have really enjoyed this past year and a half of interviews with our amazing guests who run the gamut of industries, business stages, and areas of expertise. I'm so appreciative of our knowledgeable, passionate, and purposeful guests. I've learned something from each and every one, and I always finish our interviews on a wonderful natural high, inspired to reach and stretch and serve at an even higher level. Some of the guests who have blown my mind are Don Schmink from episode 53, the one just before this. What really struck me was his scientific approach to understanding leadership and patterns of leadership over time. I remember also feeling very comforted at the end as a recovering perfectionist when Don said he also struggles with some perfectionism tendencies, but has committed to launching all programs and new initiatives at 70% completion and adjusting along the way. I had an aha, like I realized that my 80% maybe was holding me in a pattern of perfectionism because to be honest, I think I moved the goalposts a lot for myself. So I committed to launching at 70% and making adjustments after, you know, and iterating over time. Another guest who left me with my jaw nearly on the floor was the incredible Fabienne Fredrickson, best-selling author and mentor to women business owners from episode 48. When she talked about how we can reframe how we view marketing as a part of who we are that contributes to how we serve, I had one of my biggest aha moments to date on this show. I realized that many of us are holding ourselves back from writing our best copy or sharing our best stories because of the negative associations we may have with marketing. It's not a necessary evil. It's an act of service. This was a big, huge, huge aha. Now let's go all the way back to the beginning, to episode two with Jodi Mackey of Girl on Fire. I'd like to acknowledge that this was her first podcast interview and she nailed it as she shared her passion to build a world where we can all protect our brothers and sisters and create safety without which she says we cannot thrive. I just so enjoyed talking with Jodi and basking in the passion and drive that just oozes from her pores. Another first-timer was Martha Newport from episode 15. Martha is a powerhouse real estate agent who has mastered building a team and scaling a business. 
At the time of recording, she was in a major growth phase and continues to grow, though my inside intel reveals that she's recently done a major rebrand to include and create space for other agents on her team to shine and to provide other services beyond staging, buying, and selling homes. They are now also offering coaching for other realtors and business owners and have decided to really trust their instincts and allow for all of their team to shine while responding to what the market is asking for, which is support with building their businesses. It's so cool to see a guest continuing to grow and evolve both as humans and in their businesses. I could probably go on forever. I'll stop here and just reflect on what's lighting me up doing this podcast. For me, it's about community and connection. So if you, dear listener, ever feel like you're alone on this island called entrepreneurship, please know that we're here holding the bucket of stuff for you so you can spread your wings. And remember to connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn if you'd like to chat about your journey or just have a conversation with a kindred spirit. And finally, if you would like to be a guest on this show, please do connect with us. The best way to get the process started is to go to my website at tracytrapesky.com forward slash podcast. Just scroll down on that page and click on the button that says, want to be a guest on the show. We would love to explore having you on the show. If that doesn't work for you or you don't you know, get to the website, connect with us through direct messages on either Instagram or LinkedIn. And as always, make sure you subscribe so you never miss a show. And if you haven't yet, please do take a moment to write a review for us so other amazing entrepreneurs just like you can find us. You may not know this, but the more subscribers and reviews we have, the more people can find us. So this is how you can support us in our growth, and we appreciate it. So now on to today's episode. I am so happy to be able to share with you the cornerstone of time leadership, which is the first pillar I teach my clients when we start our work together. You're about to hear me use different language around taking control of our time. I firmly believe that the conventional time management tools and tips simply don't work for business owners and leaders. Why? Because management, just that word, implies control. And we really don't need to, nor can we actually, control time. But when we elevate our thinking and our approach to how we view time, now we're thinking like a CEO or the leader of our organization. When we change this, everything starts to make so much more sense with respect to time and how we can optimize it. If you're like my clients, you might be experiencing something like this. My clients come to me with various frustrations and desires, but 100% of my clients share one complaint, not enough time. I had a client named Jeremy whose top priorities were to clear up time to eat lunch, to leave on time every day, and to open up two half days, one for research to stay on top of his game, and one to be with his young children in the afternoon while his wife was recovering during her maternity leave. He shared with me that he was waking up at 3 a.m. dreaming that his practice was a monster swallowing him whole by the head down. He was considering selling his practice and going into a hospital environment, even though that environment wouldn't support his ultimate dream of expanding his practice and opening a multidisciplinary integrative wellness center. He was exhausted, hardly ever had time to eat during his workday, and never had time to do his research and writing. 
His wife was worried about his well-being, and she was also a little frustrated because he was often late coming home from work and often late picking up their two older kids from daycare. He was struggling to be present in all aspects of his work and life. His revenues had stalled, and he couldn't see how he could grow his practice without working even more, with, which definitely wasn't an option for him. He was also performing some admin tasks to pick up the slack, which is never recommended for the provider. In a few words, he was a hot mess while his practice was growing exponentially. The systems he had in place when he was flying mostly solo were no longer sustainable, and he was afraid his practice was going to crumble beneath him. At this point of growth, his practice was too painful to scale. Let me say that again, because this happens to business owners. There, there comes a point when if we don't up-level our systems, the business or the practice in this case becomes too painful to scale. And Jeremy couldn't fathom how he could serve more patients, even though he had a waiting list and a backlog of patients waiting to see him. Jeremy's business had grown to the point where it demanded that he up his leadership game. His practice demanded that he step out of the doer role and into the high-impact CEO role that he was meant to play and that his practice needed in order to scale. Can you relate to any of this on any level? I can. I've been there. So you might know me, Tracy. I'm an executive coach and a business consultant. I'm a mom to two teenagers, one who's 18 and ready to head to college in August, and one who's 16, finishing his sophomore year in high school. I'm happily married to Aaron, and we relocated to Chapel Hill, North Carolina from the D.C. area in 2017. One of the best moves either one of us has ever made, by the way. We're loving our life here. For the past almost 12 years, I have been working with private practice owners and their teams to help them connect deeply with their visions and grow their businesses to support their dreams, many of which go way beyond medical and healthcare. I worked in the corporate world in operations, and also I worked as a consultant. I got to go to Nigeria twice in three months on a consulting project. It was really cool, super eye-opening, and taught me a lot about why I love connecting with people so much. When I was in corporate, I had over 200 people reporting to me through various channels. I got to a place where I was burning out and overloaded most days, and I felt like I could never get caught up. So I got really clear about how to prioritize tasks, delegate and eliminate what didn't require my attention. And rather than try to get as much done as possible, I focused on getting done what mattered the most and collaborating with my team to reprioritize the rest. So flash forward nearly 20 years, I'm old enough to say that now, um, and now I'm teaching my clients what I've learned about the troubles with time management and helping them shift their focus to this concept of time leadership. I love what I do because I get to see my clients free themselves from the shackles of the success trap. You'll probably hear me talk about the success trap a lot if you haven't already. And then they get to really live into the dream they had when they decided to open their private practice. The most rewarding part of my job is that over time, my clients not only achieve their goals, but they often expand their visions, and I get to be a part of that. So now that we've talked a little bit about what drives my clients to seek support, and you know a little more about me, let's dive into time leadership. And wink, wink, in the interest of time, we will be focusing primarily on the first pillar, which is discovery. 
We'll learn a little bit about each pillar so you know where you can take this information, but our primary focus will be on discovery. Now, I just want to say a little side disclaimer here. I gear my content mostly towards practice owners, but anybody who owns a business and steps into a leadership position within a business, whether you own it or you're a high level within a business, you can use this information. So if I'm talking about doctors and you're not a doctor, don't worry, hang in because this is good information. So let's talk about pillar one, discovery. This is about getting crystal clear about your vision and goals. I call this the slow down to scale up phase, or as some of my clients call it, torture by clarity. (laughs) I'm sort of kidding. But without clarity, we can't even begin to draw a map. Have you ever gone on a road trip without a destination? That's cute. And it's a fun idea until you run out of gas and snacks, can't find a rest stop, and you have no idea where you are. Of course, this is my college self-talking, right? Not the current day GPS ways, Google Maps era, Tracy, but, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like when we get crystal clear about our vision and goals, everything starts to become a little easier. So that's pillar one, discovery. Pillar two, which we'll just brief here quickly, analysis. This is where we gather data, okay? So you observe and evaluate how you use your time, which tasks can be delegated or eliminated, and estimate how much time you're going to recover. When you start tracking your time and place monetary value to your precious, finite time, you may experience quite a jolt when you see how much you're costing your business by doing tasks that are better suited to your qualified and talented staff. And if you don't currently have qualified and talented staff, you want to find someone who can pick up some of those duties and they enjoy doing them. It doesn't drain their energy the way it probably does yours. And it costs you less money and you can get back to money, money-making activities, right? So pillar two, analysis, observe and evaluate how you use your time. Pillar three, it's action, but I really call it inspired action. So we create our action plan, practical steps, and workarounds to avoid potential setbacks. This is where my clients usually want to start. But remember that road trip without a destination, snacks, gas, toilets, running water, you would be charging out of the gate and squandering more time than you already do. Ouch, that's not fair. That kind of burns, right? So remember, slow down, get clear, evaluate. Get into your analysis, you know, really gather your data and look at it and understand what it means, place monetary value on your time. And then we get to pillar three, which is taking inspired action. Please trust me when I say that going out of order will not be your friend. When you take the time to talk about and write down what you really want, everything starts to move faster. The fewer side trips and detours, the better. Though I think, you know, we do learn from those, but perhaps when you're ready for it, you can save the scenic route for an actual vacation concept. Maybe take that vacation before you think you're ready for it. So let's deep dive into pillar one, discovery. Now, this is where you're going to want to take notes if you haven't already. So if you don't have something to write with, press pause, get that thing to write with, and then write down these questions and set aside some time to answer them fully. Question one, why did you do this? Why did you go into a business for yourself? Why did you start a business? Why did you start a practice? Question two, what made you excited? You could also use a little bit of what made you 
angry, right? What made you so angry or so frustrated that you decided to do it yourself? Sometimes that touches the excitement at this kind of at the same time. So what made you excited? What made you so angry? Either or, or both. Question three, what is your grand vision? And this is where I want you to grab a magic wand and go pie in the sky, realistic, but a stretch, maybe slightly outside of what you think that stretch is. Go outside of your regular thinking and draw your grand vision. And then question four is what are your regular roadblocks? Like how do you get, where do you get stuck? What things come up for you regularly when you're up leveling, when you're expanding? Now, why do we start here with these questions? And it's pretty simple. It's because if we charge out of the gate without training, mapping our path, or getting intimately connected with this data that we gather, we'll likely spin our wheels. So we get back to basics. This is where my business coach asks me what makes me so angry I want to change it. Right? That's where I got this idea of not just what excites you, but what like kind of pisses you off, like what gets you righteously indignant and you want to make a change. So be honest about why you decided to go into business for yourself or into private practice. Like surely there was something easier than doing your own thing. So why did you decide to do this? So when you when you're ready and hopefully slightly before you're ready, set aside some time so you can write your answers to these questions and reflect on them again later. Now this is the juicy bit. My clients know, because I warned them early, that we practice the slow down to scale up method of business scaling or slow down to speed up. When we get to the heart and soul, like the why of your big dream, now you can get super clear about what's most important and why you need to structure your time in such a way that supports actually achieving your goals and dreams. I had a prospective client get super quiet in a strategy call once. And when I asked if they were okay, they responded, holy sh... (laughs) All of this is actually possible. I'd never realized or believed it could all be possible. But now I see not only that it's possible, but how to make it come to life. And, you know, no matter the goals of my clients, we always start with discovery. Always. We never deviate. Ever. We always start with discovery. Let's take a moment to talk roadblocks. We all have them. They might be mental blocks, real life stuff that gets in the way of us getting stuff done. So write these things down. Write down the things that consistently get in the way of you getting things done, either your big goals or your daily stuff or both. Write it all down. Don't worry if you sound petty or frustrated or like you're complaining. The point of all of this is to get out of our heads, get clear, be honest with ourselves, and then get to work. Like I tell my clients, and you're welcome in advance for this really deep insight, get out of your head, get out of your head, get out of your head, and then get out of your head. You're welcome. One of my clients had a staff member who constantly interrupted him. She was lacking the confidence to grab the bull by the horns and get things done without feedback and validation for every single thing. There were a number of issues going on, and this was a huge problem for them because my client was trying to write a book, run a private practice, and run a practice connected to a hospital center. So he was just a little too busy to be interrupted all day for things his staff should have been able to handle without his input. Now, ultimately, we realized this person wasn't the right fit for the grand vision of my client's practice, so we worked a plan and replaced her with a better fit. 
sometimes that happens. And if you're willing to play the long game, your clarity will help you sort out the type of team you want to bring on board, how to train them or bring someone in to train them, which is what I recommend. So you can get back to serving your clients or in his case, his patients. Another client had difficulty focusing on what was most important because everything seemed like a fire that needed to be put out. Now, this is so common with high-level professionals, by the way. Before I started working primarily with doctors, I worked with everybody who had lots of letters behind their names and and had their own businesses. So I would say over all the years, about 95% of my clients struggle with this thinking everything's a fire needing to be put out, like everything's an emergency. Before we even start doing the work, they're strong, 95% are struggling with this. So 100%, it's time. 95%, it's not understanding what to prioritize. So you might be surprised to know that we still go through the process of getting clear, identifying all the roadblocks and figuring out workarounds for them. So the workaround for thinking everything is a fire to be put out now is simple, but not necessarily easy. It's getting clear about what the priorities are and then sticking to your plan. You got to communicate that with your team, right? Make it clear, get it written into your operations manuals, which I call the office Bibles, and prioritize like your life and business depend on it because ding, 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 they do. This step All of this, right, discovery, is imperative to your success. I cannot emphasize this enough. Discovery, identifying roadblocks and workarounds, is like taking a self-defense class, like before going into a bad neighborhood. (laughs) We don't, we, you know, we do not recommend this, of course, but it'll give you a different air about you. It'll seem like you're impervious. Nobody in a bad neighborhood will mess with someone who's walking tall and appears armed. I'm just saying, please don't take this super literally. This is really a metaphor. Maybe it's not the best metaphor, but you'll be walking tall. You'll have a plan for all contingencies you can possibly dream up. And when things go sideways, like they occasionally do, you'll have a plan and it will be much less likely that you can be derailed by stuff going sideways. So from here, now you're ready to tackle the next two pillars, which as a reminder, are analysis and action. Remember the pro tip, don't skip steps. So let's review what we've learned together. I briefed you on the three pillars of time leadership. You know why it's so important not to skip steps. And we started today with discovery. This step is about getting crystal clear on why you do what you do what you stand for, and what sets you apart from other business owners. Remember, this is the slow down to scale up method, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're slowing your business growth unless you want to do that. Now, remember my client, Jeremy, who barely had time for lunch. He had only just started the first pillar work of discovery and increased his revenues in three months' time, actually by 40%, in three months' time. He hadn't even moved on to the next two pillars yet. In the first year that we worked together, he doubled his business. Going into year two, he doubled again. Amazing. And of course, as I may have mentioned before, maybe a couple of times, do not skip steps. The analysis and action pillars are just as important as discovery. However, without discovery, your analysis gives you data, but you'll be unclear about what you want to do with that data. And if you skip straight to action without clarity and having gathered your data and analyzed it, then you'll contribute to your own burnout, lack of time, loss of energy, and 
missed opportunities to serve your clients at the high standard that you've committed to. So now I want to talk to you about a program that could support you in taking back your time. And this is an invitation to doctors in private practice. I've created a program that will help you through all three pillars from start to finish and help you pave the way to taking back an hour per day, which is a full day per week. As you've seen here in our time together, I place a lot of emphasis on leading and guiding your time rather than, quote, managing it, right? Management implies that we have control over it. We can't control time. That's silly. And take off your director of the universe hat. You will see that. So, and as I mentioned earlier, there will be a point in the growth of your business that the business itself will demand that you rise to a different level of leadership. It will demand that you elevate, think and make decisions like a high impact CEO. As a business person, if you're in the service industry, as a service provider, you may not have had that mind when you decided to go into your business. And I get it. And you're welcome in advance, but you cannot escape this. You have to let go of a big portion of the day-to-day if you intend to scale your business. You just do. Now, the good news is that as the CEO of your business, you aren't required to do all the work. The bad news is that you are, and this is really not bad, you are required to have a crystal clear vision and be prepared to make decisions based on how they relate to you and align with your vision. So my invitation to you is to book a strategy session with me. Now, together, we can map out a clear leadership plan where you take into account what you really want, where you're headed, and what you're willing to do to achieve your goals. The success of your business depends on your clarity. And to quote my business coach, money and attention seek the highest level of clarity. And who can benefit from increased revenues? If you decide to take me up on this offer, and we have a strategy session together, we'll spend 45 minutes on the house, to craft your plan. I can comfortably predict one of two things will happen. Remember, I've been doing this for almost 12 years. So I've seen it many, many times. One, you'll love our plan and you'll want to implement it on your own. And would be honored to have spent the time with you. And, you know, all I ask is that you keep me posted and let me know how it's going. Two, you will love your plan and decide you want more support implementing it, in which case we can explore working together to help you achieve your dreams and vision. It's really that simple. You can click on the link in the show notes to schedule your strategy session. Remember, this is an invitation to practice owners and, and or their practice managers, so working with medical and healthcare practices. I want to thank you for being here and for taking time out of your busy day to listen. I appreciate you and I'm grateful to have spent this time together. Make sure to share a review on Apple Podcasts so more entrepreneurs like you can find us. And now let's go uh, discover and get clear so you can have the life and business of your dreams. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. As you know, reviews are what help your fellow entrepreneurs find the right podcasts for them. So please leave us a review and tell your friends about us so more people can hear the valuable information we share in each episode. If you are a medical practice owner and you're struggling with overwhelm from the daily business operations and decisions and trying to manage your time and all that juggling, schedule a talk with me by visiting my website at tracytrapesky.com forward slash medical hyphen practices. Link is in the show notes. We look forward to hearing from you and celebrating your success.